as stated in the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says that His appearance, birth, and activities are all transcendental, and that one who factually understands them is immediately eligible to be transferred to the spiritual world. The Lord's appearance of birth is not like that of an ordinary man who is forced to accept a material body according to his past deeds. The Lord's appearance is explained in the previous chapter. He appears out of his own sweet pleasure. When the time was mature for the appearance of the Lord, the constellations became very auspicious. The astrological influence of the constellation known as Rohini was also predominant because this constellation is considered very auspicious. Rohini is under the direct supervision of Brahma, who is born of Vishnu, and it appears at the birth of Lord Vishnu, who is in fact birthless. According to the astrological conclusion, besides the proper situation of the stars, there are auspicious and inauspicious moments due to the different situations of the different planetary systems. At the time of Lord Krishna's birth, the planetary systems were automatically adjusted so that everything became auspicious. At that time, in all the directions, the east, the west, the south, the north, everywhere, there was an atmosphere of peace and prosperity. Auspicious stars were visible in the sky, and on the surface, in all towns and villages or pasturing grounds, and within the mind of everyone, there were signs of good fortune. The rivers were flowing full of water, and the lakes were beautifully decorated with lotus flowers. The forests were full of beautiful birds and peacocks. All the birds within the forest began to sing with sweet voices, and the peacocks began to dance with their consorts. The wind blew very pleasantly, carrying the aroma of different flowers, and the sensation of bodily touch was very pleasing. At home, the brahmanas were accustomed to offer sacrifices in the fire, found their homes very pleasing for offerings. Because of disturbances created by the demonic kings, the sacrificial fire had almost been stopped in the houses of the brahmanas. But now they could find the opportunity to start the fire peacefully being forbidden to offer sacrifices. The brahmanas were very distressed in buying intelligence and austerity and activities. But just on the point of Krishna's appearance, automatically their minds became full of joy because they could hear loud vibrations in the sky of transcendental sounds proclaiming the appearance of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. On the occasion of Lord Krishna's birth, seasonal changes took place throughout the universe. Krishna was born during the month of September. It appeared like springtime. 
The atmosphere, however, was very cool, although not chilly. And the rivers and reservoirs appeared just as they would in Sarata Falls. Lotuses and lilies blossomed during the day. Lala Krishna appeared at 12 o'clock midnight. The lilies and lotuses were in bloom. And thus the wind blowing at that time was full of lotus fragrance. Because of Kamsa's disturbances, the Vedic ritualistic ceremonies had almost stopped. The Brahmanas and saintly persons could not execute the Vedic rituals with peaceful minds. But now the Brahmanas were very pleased to perform their daily ritualistic ceremonies undisturbed. The business of the Asuras is to disturb the Asuras, the devotees and Brahmanas. But at the time of Krishna's appearance, these devotees and Brahmanas were undisturbed. Cat six also had no purpose. Jagokena Gandharvas Tushtu Translation. The Kinaras and Gandharvas began to sing auspicious songs. The Siddhas and Charanas offered auspicious prayers, and the Vidyadharis, along with the Apsaras, began to dance in jubilation. So this is the description of the environment. During the appearance of Lord Krishna. Everything became very auspicious. Everything was surcharged with goodness, beauty, and peace. Constellation Mohini directing under the Padanji control of Brahma appeared. All the planets, sometimes the planets are, are not peaceful, they're at some kind of conflict with each other. But this time, all the Planets were very peaceful. All the directions appeared extremely pleasing. This everything is and you read this and you can see well 
what is a environmentally favorable, ecologically ideal, peaceful environment in the world. And it doesn't seem there could be one more ideal than one Krishna up here. The rivers flowed with clear water. You could drink the river water. Now most of the rivers in the world you can't even swim in it. They have signs that the pollution don't swim. So, uh, but here all the rivers, there were no pollution, no industrialization. Mines, villages, towns, pasture grounds. So there was, the world was based more on farming, trade, small industries, mining. Now we have these massive industrialization of the world. And people can't imagine, well, how could you live without all these machines? And here the people, the whole world was very peaceful. People were living without industries, not this kind of big industries. Maybe they're making clothes and things for them. All the basic essential things, but nothing what we have now. And Everything was very peaceful, unpolluted. They hadn't heard of cancer at that time. No AIDS. Some kind of disease, but nothing that's still like those. Full of, full of trees, green plants, lilies, lotuses, flowers, leaves, birds, bees. Here, like here in the coastal region of Australia, it's green, but you go inside and it's an outback, it's a blizzard. The whole time around Vrindavan, probably at that time, it was all green, garden, beautiful, bananas, Kaliuga for this. The uh, desert from Rajasthan started moving in, so now it's become an arid place. You go to Vrindavan now, you won't see, it won't be the same as. Of course, you may have the transcendental vision and see the spiritual level of dimension, but for those of us models, I still see things in the channel. Won't look the same. So, at that time, when you go there, you remember this description. This is those ponds and lakes and lilies and lotuses and beautiful fruit trees and flowering trees. When you travel from one place to the next because there was no pollution, 
just have to have those little beetles on your bags. <laughs> See if you're importing some kind of pollutant. Servants, there's so much obstacle to devotional service. In many parts of the world today, but that, at that time there was also under the kingdom of Kamsa. But by the appearance of Krishna, somehow everybody felt peaceful. They could do their yajnas in their house. Some places where it makes Sankirtan Yajna, where it's illegal to do that, or it's restricted. So the devotees have to do it with fear and apprehension. Not to disturb their neighbors, not to be found out by the authorities. Parts of the world are still like that all the world. <laughs> Australia is not one of those places. Here we can, first still can't disturb your neighbors, but it's not like they'll close you down until you get a fine. You, <clears throat> here we can have Rakyatra and New Year's Eve and on the beach and everything. So, but there are many places in the world where you cannot have an outdoor rakyatra, where you cannot really go into the country as a devotee. So Kamsa Kingdom or something like that. If you've got Kwajur and Yagya, So everybody was afraid to do the Yagyas. But now, because Krishna was appearing, they felt encouragement. So they just lit up their fires and hurry bowl. <laughs> In Kali Yuga, the yoga we do is Sankirtan Yajna. Here in Australia, you can do yagyas. In house programs all over the country, you can chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. It reminds me when Lord Chaitanya appeared, there was also some restrictions on chanting Hare Krishna by the caste Brahmins. They said it would be destructive. <clears throat> so generally people wouldn't chant Hare Krishna, but when Lord Chaitanya appeared, it was a lunar eclipse. So during the lunar eclipse, the Brahmanas would go down to the, and the Hindus in general go to the river and stay in the Ganges to purify themselves. And while they're in the Ganges, then it was allowed that you could chant Hare Krishna. So everybody was loudly chanting. Hare Krishna! Hare Krishna! Krishna Krishna! Krishna Krishna! Hare Hare! Hare Rama! Hare Rama! 
most of the young people in the Dhruva Maharaj are telling me how most of the young people in Poland, for them, Hare Krishna is like very attractive. Because all the parents maybe tell them not to go. So. It's cool or awesome or whatever the word is used nowadays to be Hare Krishna in Poland for young people. But uh, different places, it's different. Sometimes our own young people, they don't want to chant dance during the kirtan. So difficult. I know in uh, New Orleans, the Mississippi temple, the parents wanted the kids to be more materially well-established. So they were not encouraging them to chant too much. So then the kids all became very enthusiastic to chant. Because <laughs> you have to use reverse psychology. But uh, just like that girl saw that was like something stuck in the mind. And the first time I saw the always chanting, it was very you know, huge impression. Was, uh, literally, I was totally shocked. So maybe we underestimate, I remember Prabhupada, the effect, the power of the chanting. And somehow, the devotee chanting is making the world a better place for people to live in. I travel around as a devotee in most countries, wherever it's legally permissible. And sometimes I arrive in the customs office and say, what are you? So I'm a Hare Krishna. How many people are still around? <laughs> <laughs> How come we used to see the chanting and dancing on the streets? We don't see you anymore. Where did you all disappear to? So, we had, that was a big uh, effect that we would have in a regular Harinam. Here they do Harinam, which day? Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Yeah. I missed it yesterday. Oh, because of the marathon, now we haven't had it. Oh, that was marathon, so it's book distribution. Also Bhagavatam is Krishna, so wherever Bhagavatam is, that will create also a more peaceful environment for people. So basically what we're trying to do is Krishnaize the world. And what happens, we can see when Krishna appears, things become peaceful, happy, environmentally favorable, Everything becomes balanced, auspicious. People are, it's easy to perform devotional service. You know, the holy Dao of Krishna is not different from Krishna. And so many devotees tell me when they come to my head, oh, it's so easy for me to chant Hare Krishna. <coughs> so difficult. When people come, chant 16 rounds, but when they're at their home place, it may not be so easy. 
Otherwise, you can't change your hands, but by clapping and kirtan, you can change your hands. Well, anything inauspicious will become auspicious. So by the presence of Krishna, things become auspicious, and uh, here Krishna's presence, so it's all auspicious. And our life, we want to bring Krishna into our lives. And that way, everything will become auspicious. Sometimes people say, I got so many problems, I can't chant Hare Krishna. Let me solve my problems and I'll chant. But if they would chant Hare Krishna, it would be very easy for them to solve their problems. Or maybe sometimes the problem just gets solved automatically. The biggest problem we face is that people don't bring Krishna. They don't chant, they don't take the silence, they don't read. If they would uh, be a little open, then they could change their lives. One of Vajitanya's devotees, Bhutimantakani, used to get everyone to chant Hare Krishna. So one time he went to one Kazi, Went to Chantasi with another Kazi. He went to the Kazi somewhere and asked him to chant Hare Krishna. But this Kazi, who's a Mohammedan, he said, Well, oh, I'll chant Hare Krishna tomorrow. Came <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, a rain check. I was born But then put him on the Kazi, you just said Hare Krishna. <laughs> You said Hare Krishna, Hare Bol, Hare Bol, Hare Bol, Hare Bol. You chant Hare Krishna already today. You said I will chant Hare Krishna tomorrow. You said Hare Krishna. So since you said Hare Krishna, now don't stop. Keep on going. Other devotees would also, some of Lord Chaitanya's devotees would come up to people and say, My dear sir, I pray so like anything. You're already handsome, you're already intelligent, you're already wealthy, you're already you know, powerful, you're ready. So many good, whatever praise they can think of, they're telling me. Hmm. I just want request to make you. So after all that introduction, okay, what is that? So you'll just do this one thing that I tell you, please. Forget all of that, what I said before. <laughs> Because it's not going to save you from birth to death, it's not going to save you from the real problems of life. You have all these good qualities, but what you really need is to change. 
16 years comes and he had the opportunity to reform himself, but he kept on being more and more atrocities until finally Krishna went. It says in this verse that the Lord has decided, or the previous verse before this, he decided to appear and eliminate Kamsa. So you don't have to be worried about it. Singular, powerful, we have a lot of small demons. 
or people who are good and bad both makes. In Kali Yuga, it's more like everybody is fighting within themselves, good and evil. Tendency to do evil prevails sometimes, tendency to do good prevails sometimes. Sometimes they may be inspired by a book from you, sometimes they are inspired the other way and <coughs> refuse you. Our job is to somehow spread Krishna. The prasada, the transcendental literature, to the holy name, the transcendental vibration. And that will make the environment that make those people more and more favorable. But I remember when once Prabhupada said somebody said someone told Prabhupada that some people walk by in the kirtan, they go by, they make this horrible face and they come to the ear and they Probably so you should chant louder. <laughs> they don't want to hear. It means it's having effect. <laughs> it's killing the demanding nature of the people. Today, how on 8th of February you're having Ratyatra. Do you actually have a chariot or do the procession of Bali, but how do you do it? Bali, but no chariot. Yeah, in Malaysia, they have a few temples have chariots and rent them out the other place. But Australia is so far apart. Difficult. Drive Malaysia from one side to the other, and it's about hours to drive there. Not everybody, not every temple has a chariot, but they all have Ratyatras, wood chariots. Some of the chariots are small, small enough to control them. concentration of uh, Indians or Chinese as compared to the local Malaysians <coughs> who it's illegal to target them for preaching in that country. But you see when people with Jagannath comes, I mean it's also just a big impact you know, people they come out and they, Chinese people see Lord Jagannath and they offer their pronouns like this. 
So we have all the plates of fruits and flowers and the Radhyacha may not be very long, we have to stop at every house and we come and offer the big offerings and we have offer give them back half of what they offered for them. So that this is the Jagada creates a whole atmosphere. Like that we have the drug captures all over the world, that's another way that we bring Krishna to the people. Before the people would go to the temple, now we bring the temple to the people. Rakyatras, kirtans, festivals, to We go out, outreach. We're really just doing a bringing Krishna, making Krishna more accessible. When I flew here, the person that I was seated next to, name was Ian, he lives here in Melbourne. He told me he went to Gopal's and had prasana there. He said he liked the prasana, he liked the food, found it to be economical, priced. He was uh, saying that he had a great appreciation for the Bhagavad Gita, but he didn't get Prabhupada's theory in his I told him to pick up problems with me. Of course, I didn't have one with me. And he was reading a book, and in the book it also mentioned the Bible. A Benedictine monk would travel around and visit different temples, and his experiences he was sharing. In one of the essays he wrote, The Significance of the Bible. So gradually, like his people, you know, over a period of time, he gets more and more exposure. Right now, the Krishna's right secret is in the prison house. The devas are coming down and praying for him, and Krishna appears. <laughs> nobody, nobody knows. But somehow everybody feels it, even they don't know. And by our presentation, I know there was one lady at the Byron Bay. I was told this by somebody who was there for one morning that she came up maybe Ramayana Swami or somebody and said, Thank you so much for being here. Because you're here, I could be singing and dancing with you for the past hours. And I feel so good. And the word for you, I would just be another drunk on the street. <laughs> because of you, my New Year's Eve somehow feels very significant. So, people sense. I remember I was in Toronto for the Rathyatra, and uh, there was a lady who she came up and said, this is so beautiful, when people are there, this is so beautiful. 
And I don't know if I was only appreciates Krishna, appreciates the Ratyaka, they get they get tremendous blessings. And she was just dancing, and I said, I was right between rats, because there were three rats here, so I went from one to the next. Here, I don't think in Australia, I never saw three rats. Where? You have one in the past. Now you don't even have one, what happened when I had all three? So I barely had three, so I was one like chanting one rather going to another and chanting. And then in between, I just happened that this lady came up and said, It's so beautiful. And I said, Why don't you pull the cherry? You know, it's as far as fishes, you can pull it. She said, Oh, I'm not pure. So I just went shopping and uh, I have in my bag here meat. I'm not a pure vegetarian. So I don't feel like I'm going to pull the rope and carrying meat in my hand. So I told him, with your bag here, I'll watch it from you. Just run and pull the rope from the bag. I didn't touch it. I watched it. She goes, pull the rope and come back. What she has to do with Krishna consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just thinking how many people, so many people like that, who just, some people are able to appreciate just to feel Krishna's presence. And, so that's how we can make the appearance of Krishna happen almost any time. That's Lord Chaitanya's special mercy. We by chanting, by festivals. Tomorrow when you start Gatcha, people come and bathe, second and Mother do this. The Lord comes, he comes off his altar, comes right here in the front, makes himself accessible, and there they are our Lordships make themselves accessible to us. To bathe It's a very special mercy. Many Temples, only the priests can bathe and turn up here. Somehow this deity is so merciful that everyone. In Mayapur, you want to do the Jagannath Baladesh of bathing, you have to go to the Ganges, <laughs> take a dip, come up with a thing of water on your head with your wet clothes. And if you didn't change, then you can say, okay, you're by Ganges purification here. Pure, you then they can go and bathe with you. Now here, you want people to go and dip in the ocean, how about women? When you're trying to leave, you get pretty salty. <laughs> Probably don't like salty China. <laughs> so here, the China Valdez, Subhadra, very merciful. So we all get to, that, that's considered the Lord is a special presence by His coming down. So we are, we're nectar homes, and we want, we want to be present with the Lord's presence. We want to experience the Lord's presence. Although we're deprived of 
5,000 years too late and 500 years too late for Lord Chaitanya though. And the chanting of Hare Krishna, we can start to experience the presence of the Lord by the festivals. So I hope all of you dive deep into the nectar of Krishna consciousness and experience Krishna's presence all the time. Hare Krishna. Any questions? Ending of that understanding <laughs> is that one must understand <laughs> that Krishna Janmakarma Chamedityam, his birth and his activities are transcendental. Not just like we know that he came, but we know that he came free from the control of life. Transcendental to the material control. He came on his own free will. But he's also acting on his own free will, not that he acts under the influences of the three modes. Some of us get influenced by the three modes of nature. Anybody ever been influenced by the three modes? <laughs> So we tend to do things even we don't want to do. We get swept away by the three modes. But Krishna, his activity is always transcendental. He's doing what he wants to do because he wants to do it. So his activities are all transcendental. Uh, even remembering his activities, remembering his appearance, remembering that you also get purified. If they were ordinary, then you wouldn't get that kind of an effect. So they're also purifying to us. So my understanding is that you have to understand this divya feature of the Lord's appearance. If you have faith in that, if you've understood that how he appears, from the heart of Devaki, from the heart of Vasudeva, the heart of Devaki, you know. What's the vernacular conception? Now he comes. He chooses, I want to come at this time. All the planets line up. Yes, sir. Yes, my Lord. He comes at the auspicious moment that he sets up. That's his schedule. That's when he comes. He organizes it like <coughs> If you understand that his activities, his appearance, are transcendental, then you don't have to take birth anymore. <coughs> understand this in fact. When you leave your body, you don't take birth again. We need to understand, in fact, Tattvata, in truth, Pachatattvas, the truth, we understand the truth of this. So there's a course you can go and 
This basically you need to understand that, believe in that, and that Sarah Krishna, if you believe in that, we all want to be to take shelter of something stable. And everything in this material world is moving. Everything is unstable. Then you understand that Krishna is stable. But then eventually you want to take shelter of Krishna. By taking shelter of Krishna and understanding his transcendental nature. Would lead to that taking shelter. You don't take birth again. Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.